Welcome back to Two Gals in a Glass Half Full. We are in November. We are talking about relationships. And today we are going to talk about ourselves. How exciting. Yay. But before I get started, Dr. Jess, what is in your glass? I'm working on my cup of coffee. So I I put it in this, this mug so that because it takes me so long to finish it. And so if I can keep it warm, then I don't have to like keep reheating it. Um, and so it, you know, it's not one of the fancy ones that like plug in where it's like a mug that constantly stays warm. Uh, so it does it does the trick. It does the trick. Um, so uh, Dr. Bobby, what's in your glass? I am on water, just plain old water with our two gals logo on my cup. Yeah, I like it. So, and, hey Jess, oh, did yeah. you used to have like one of those coffee things that like you could set, like it was a warmer and you could set the cup on there? Yeah. So like it was this thing where like you plugged it in and the little plate itself stayed warm and then your mm-hmm. cup of coffee on top of there, it was supposed to keep your cup, cup of coffee warm. Um, but it, it kind of like, it never really, the top of the coffee never really warmed mm-hmm. well. So you'd still get that like kind of lukewarm and then the coffee underneath was warm. So <laughs> Um, yeah. And so now they have those mugs that they're really nice. They, um, like the whole mug warms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my husband has one cause he works from home. And so like, he's not like moving around, getting in and out of the car and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so that, that one really works, um, well for him, but for me, because I am moving around so much, I would spill it all over my lap in the car, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so um so I so I just use like I don't know I have a nice thing about like the size of it I still want it to feel like a mug you know I don't want that big old heavy thing like I don't want to drink like I'm drinking a big thing of water it's it's a thing so like just a smaller travel mug um (laughs) like it it still makes me feel like I'm drinking you know more relaxed cup of coffee it's all about you know the aesthetics I don't know (laughs) Um, I get it we all have our thing yeah it's a thing Um, so anyway, so today what we're going to be talking about is the month of relationships. And so we thought it would be fun for us to share our relationship of Dr. Bobby and I, and kind of like how we first became friends. And then, you know, as we've progressed through our phases of life and how we've been able to maintain our friendship, because, you know, there's only like each phase of life, you know, at least for me, there's one, maybe two people that continue from that phase into my next phases and so like what kind of constitutes somebody that kind of stays with you like what are the different variables that are there and so um so that's kind of what we were going to talk about today uh because I think it's kind of fun Um, I think it's fun and we it's crazy to think how long we've known each other right like am I really that old I know sometimes I don't want to think about that yeah (laughs) And then I'll, I'll talk to like, you know, you know, we're hiring right now at the clinic. So I'm doing these interviews and I'm like, oh, wow, you're young. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I didn't realize I'm at that phase where I'm like, back in my day, you know, like, <laughs> it was different in my I mean, time, you know, about it, 2000 Y2K. Like, I remember it like yesterday, <laughs> they're, they're turning 23 this year. Oh yeah, like I mean, when we first got out of school, we were documenting on paper, right? Like, right, right. EMR, like all this other stuff. Like, it's you know, just it just different, you know. That's all. Um, yes. So, <laughs> so anyway, Doctor Bobby, do you remember when we first met? Like, it was we both were in such big phases of change in our lives. I mean, it was. Just, I was just, yeah. yeah. Well, we were just starting PT school. I think it was even. It was before they did like a welcome 
that like get to meeting thing. class. Um, and found out you live like literally a block from me, like in the same little apartment area. Um, and yeah, I think it was just going to that welcome. Both of us like didn't know anyone. Um, no one really knew anyone in that matter. Um, and just to start a PT school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that welcome dinner. It's like, you know, like I've just moved to St. Augustine. Dr. Bob just moved to St. Augustine. Like all of the people in our class, some people live there, but most everybody had moved to start at this program, you know? And so nobody really knew anybody else. I don't, I don't think, cause there's no like couple married couples or anything like that at that mm-hmm. point. Um, so there's this dinner and so uh, gathering really, and you just kind of walk in and you know, nobody, you've just moved into <laughs> this brand new town. Uh, <laughs> and so you want to find that one person quickly yeah. that you can start talking to. So yeah. you're not that awkward, like walking around, like, I don't know anyone. What do I talk about? Who are these people? Exactly. And like, I had just moved from living in uh, South America. So I, when I was done with my undergraduate work, I took two years and I lived in South America for a year. I was in Santiago doing a bunch of volunteer work and I worked for this wilderness camp for a year. So I was in like the mountains of like uh, Wyoming and North Carolina. And so I just had these two years of being very, um, free, I guess, and very experiential with my life and learning and challenging all of my boundaries, living out in the wilderness, you know, living in the city, (laughs) 5 million people that speak another language than I do. And so I was very used to being uncomfortable at that point (laughs) because like centuries is always uncomfortable. (laughs) And, um, but it's still, there's still this anxiety of like, like, am I going to fit in? Like, am I going Mm -hmm. to like be considered like, like normative to this group of people, you know, because like, you know, you just, you never know, like each new time, maybe you won't be, maybe there, you know, nobody there's going to really be your jam. And so, um, so I just still remember feeling like, gosh, I've done so many things where I'm uncomfortable and yet I'm still so uncomfortable. Um, so I don't know if you ever really get over that, you know? I don't think so. And I, I am, once I get to know people, I'm very outgoing. But when I know someone or I'm walking in, I am like super quiet. Now, if I have that one good friend, I'll go do anything. Right. But like me trying to go on my own, Mm. that's scary for me. Yeah. And I think that's the whole point, right? Is that sometimes when it's scary, that's okay. It's all uncomfortable. But like, that's how you're going to put yourself out there and just say, hi. Like, you know, hi, my name is Jess. Like like what brings you to this program you know like you just find those like commonalities and we had like don't get me wrong there's a bunch of nice people in our class for sure you know yeah but there's just like there's just reasons why I think like we ended up becoming like really good friends I mean yeah we lived close by right yeah um and so but there was we had a lot of classmates in that apartment complex right so um there was a bunch of us lived all in that same one so which was great for like studying and you know you know yeah if I wanted to run the bridge to go back you know throw my bag in someone's car um hey I'm gonna try and squeeze a run meet you over there (laughs) exactly um but yeah I do think that there's just like there's that person that kind of that can say like hey I see you too you know and Mm -hmm. like there's just like a sense of comfort with that, even if you can't put your finger on it, you know, yeah. um, and we have like such different backgrounds. I was about to say, yeah. and what's neat is like, 
different backgrounds and completely different likes and uh, passions. And I mean, it could not be further one end to the other on certain topics and yep. it still worked. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So like Dr. Bobby was like high level gymnast, you know, like went to like the big university and, you know, on the gymnastics team, like all that kind of fun stuff. And like, I went to a very small university and um, did not do competitive athletics, um, was much more into like, I mean, I did like, you know, the smaller, what's that called? Like intramurals and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, But more like individual sport type stuff with like running and tennis and things like that. And so Um, So we had like this background that was similar of like, we really enjoyed movement and exercise just in different ways. Right. Mm -hmm. And we had this similar background of like, we're very interested in healthcare and helping people get better. Um, And we had just other similar concepts of like, just wanting to like be supported in eating healthy and being supported in um, just how do we keep our stress level down? And we just did a lot of like, because we had those common core values, I think it doesn't matter if some of these other things are different, like our core values were still similar. Right. And so I think that's kind of, so no matter what, like we were able to come to some sort of an agreement um, or some sort of a plan or whatever Mm -hmm. that might be um, because those were there. I mean, you remember when you did the, um, oh, uh, that the whole 30 and we're doing that detox. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Like, I don't know how to do it, but sure, let's do it. Like my core value is like eating healthy. And if you want to do this big detox, I'll do it with you. Mm -hmm. Sure. You know, and like, you know, when I like needed movement and needed to play tennis and nobody would play with me. (laughs) That's this great story. And I think we've already said it. I think we've probably said it at some point, but Dr. Jess gets a little cranky uh, when she doesn't get to play tennis, at least at that point, like tennis was the big thing. Now I know you're big into running, but at that point, like tennis was her go-to and I don't play tennis. I also really hurt my elbow in gymnastics. And so my arm that I would hit with is the elbow that I hurt. And so it would kind of hurt a little bit um, with hitting a racket through there. And so one day there was just hadn't played tennis in a few days and the people, the normal people that would play with her that actually knew how to play, um, no one was willing to play. So I show up at the door and said, we're going to play tennis, but I don't know how, and I'm using my bad arm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but you know, like it's learning like, Hey, at least get out there, enjoy the court. Yeah. It's not, it wasn't her, uh, all out tennis match, but at least you get out there and hit a, some hit a few balls. And the thing is like, you showed up, right. And so yeah. like, when you can feel like that friend, cause you can, you feel what they feel, right. You know what that feels like to just need some sort of outlet. And so it's being able to come in and support them. Even if it's not your strong suit, you still come in and support them, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, if, you know, let's say like Dr. Bobby was like super overwhelmed before a test, right? And we were just like really stressed. Like you could see the energy and just say, hey, like what's going on? Well, I just, I don't, I don't feel confident. Well, I would quiz her. I just, bam, like start mm-hmm. quizzing her. I'm like, you've got this. And then once she started like saying it out loud, then we would, we might find the one point where she would like bumble, bumble, bumble. I'm like, there's your weakness. Let's fill in the weakness. Then we're done. You got yeah. this, right? And she would do the same for me. If I was like, I don't know, I don't got this. She'd be like, Jess, 
what's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? And then we keep going until I would bumble. Boom. Ah, there we go. There's my weak point. Thank you. And so it's like, sometimes it's having that person that can step away from you and like, Mm -hmm. see what something is feeling uneasy and then help fill that gap in. And then it's like the two of you really start to learn how to trust each other and support each other. And so it's like, because the common values were there though, those core values were there of like, we want to be good healthcare practitioners. We want to take care of our bodies with nutrition. We want to take care of our bodies with exercise. We want to really try and manage our stress because Lord, right. was that stressful. Um, yes. Oh my gosh. I yeah. remember one of our favorite things and Jess and I, we, we were so close that if we showed up somewhere without the other, it would always be like, if I showed up, it'd be like, it's just okay. <laughs> like we never went anywhere without no. each other. Yeah. Um, two of my favorite stories. Um, one is one day, so we lived pretty close to um, school. So we had an hour lunch. So we could go home to eat. Sometimes we did. Sometimes we didn't. And um, one day we went home and (laughs) I had a roommate, Tamara. And so Tamara and I go pick up Jess after lunch. (laughs) Jess gets in the car and we're like, Jess, did you eat? Oh my goodness. Something stunk so bad. So we come to find out she had fish. She reheated fish. And that's what the smell was. So Jess is like hanging out the car door with like the air going. And like, she's trying to put a sweater over herself. And we walk into class that day and she's normally front row, like right there, back in the corner, no partner. She's like sitting way back there. Nobody wants to get close to me. Sorry. Like, (laughs) yeah. Cause you know, like that smell, it's like, you don't even realize that you're just moving so fast. You heat it up. You're like, uh, I don't know. I'll just eat it real quick. Didn't even think about like changing my clothes, you know, <laughs> I'm like, like trying to like air it out from the window of the car. Maybe I'll get the smell out of the fibers of the cotton shirt, you know? Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was, and my other one is, so Justin and I lived apart for the like, first like two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, the last year we lived together. The last uh, semester, right? Yeah. Um, last semester we lived together, and I get a phone call, and Jess was down in Florida. I was not, um, and so she was apartment shopping and looking for a place to live. And I'll never forget, Bobby. I found the perfect place. Like it's literally across the street from the ocean, so like we have the beach right there. And she's like, "It's perfect. The price is perfect. Everything's great." She's like, "The only thing is, it's a little dated." And just as a little dated means a lot dated. Yeah, there's nothing great about the inside at all. <laughs> oh my gosh. But it it was perfect. It was just what I needed. But like my shower was that like, I think it was like the olive green from the seventies. Uh-huh. Wasn't there wallpaper on the cabinets or in the kitchen? That- in yeah, the we called it yeah. the botanical garden because there was like wallpaper yeah, on the cabinets <laughs> and it had like the drop ceiling, you know, so it was like really low. I was like, welcome to our botanical garden. Like, here's our kitchen. <laughs> Dog. Oh, Bella. On the- yeah. One day, somehow Bella locked us out. The dog managed to, what is it? Like the turn knob thing? Like, it's like that lock, like when you're in a bathroom stall and there's the the thing that slides across from the inside. So we had one of those on the front door. So like you could lock it from the inside, but then nobody from the outside could get in. Right. Including a locksmith. 
I adopted, I adopted my first dog, like on my own, like during the semester. And she was a little crazy and high energy. Yeah, she was a rescue two years old and she was like, awesome. But she would run and jump and hit that door um, when we would leave, just kind of like, don't leave me here, you know? <laughs> and so, um, so anyway, somehow she hit that, that door and somehow that latch slid. She locked us out. <laughs> like, we can't get in. Like the locksmith, like, he was like, there's nothing I can do. Like, like I can't finagle anything here. So we ended up figuring out and got the, there's a back slider that we were able to essentially break into, um, which taught me you should really secure those a lot better. Okay. Right. Cheap <laughs> fix a piece of wood at the hardware store and just drop that in the back of the slider. And then we would have really been locked out. Um, <laughs> kind of break something to get in then. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, we had, um, we had many adventures, uh, through graduate <laughs> school. Um, and then like our careers, you know, took us into different cities and we've never lived in the same city since. Uh, and, and that's, you know, that's kind of normal for, you know, how the world works right now. We've got a very mobile society. And I do think though, that when you've developed that rapport and those friendships and what based on those core values, you can still continue to support each other. Cause now you're in these same phases of life, right? We both are working our first jobs and there's all the anxiety and stress and all of that stuff of your first jobs. And then, you know, you're starting to like, where am I going to go with my career? What kind of continued education do I want to do? What are my financial goals that I'm working on? I mean, it's all of these very similar things that you're going through, even remotely, we still supported each other. Like we get on video calls or phone calls and I'd be on a run. Hey, you know, Hey Bobby, like here's what's going on with this or that. Like, what are your thoughts? And so like, you know, then obviously now we have the whole like partners, you know, and talking about like our relationships there and then kids and parenting. And <laughs> um, so it's like really cool to be able to like have, because we still have the same values that we did then. Like it's still the same values of like, I want to keep my, myself supported. I want to keep myself healthy so that I'm better for the world around me. And I want to continue to grow. And so somebody else that still is like that, it doesn't matter if, you know, she likes gymnastics and I like tennis or, you know, she lives in Chicago and I live in Florida or, you know, her kid is a little bit younger than my kid, or it doesn't, none of that matters really. Those are just details. Um, but in the nitty gritty, it's, we're still on the same page across the board, you know? And I think, um, I think it's also, sorry, a little one just distracted me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> thinking. But um, I think what's important also and when that, especially when you aren't in close proximity is communication mm -hmm. and that it's two ways. It's not yeah. just one person always calling the other, right. not one person putting in all the effort. And, you know, I think that's important. I think that's where a lot of relationships get lost is when it becomes like a one way mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. It's life gets busy, things happen, but like you really both, both, it's hard to maintain a friendship from a distance sometimes. So yeah. both people have to be willing to put in that, like a good effort. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think there's just the importance of like, we do get together in person as well. Yes. Right. So it was, you know, when <laughs> Bobby moved to Arizona for her first job. And so, you know, I have the background in that country and backpacking and, you know, all that kind of stuff in the mountains. And so I was like, Bobby, 
what if I come out and visit you and then you're so close to the Grand Canyon, let's go backpacking. And she was like, okay. <laughs> so it was awesome. Like we, it was, it was like, I mean, yes. mind blowing. We went into the Havasupai land and there's like, you can camp like, I mean, it's, it's down into the Canyon you traverse for a while. I think it's like maybe 10 miles in yep. and um, where you camp is like right on this river and it is turquoise water. It's like beautiful. Like it's a short walk up to this gorgeous waterfall. You can do this like canyons, like through the water, kind of like the Narrows in Zion, but in the Grand Canyon version of the Narrows hike. And so it's like, it's just insane. You've got these cliff walls going straight up and you're walking through this water. Um, and so that's what like backpacking allows you to get away from the masses and into some of these really beautiful places. Um, and Bobby had never done it. And so it's like, but let's try it. Right. Like, and it's like one of my favorite memories out there. Like yeah. it was just so much fun. Granted, I remember how much I was sore I was. <laughs> yeah. So we so we had we hiked in and I think I calculated it was in like two and a half days we did 30 some miles of hiking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so when we got on the way back, we luckily um, hired the donkeys to take our bags out, which was yeah. a great idea. Because um, <laughs> I don't think I would have made it otherwise. The packs were, um, I mean, the packs were rather, I mean, this was pretty like some of the material in a, in a backpacking backpack has like progressively gotten so much lighter, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so, and at that point, we couldn't really afford the like really nice lightweight stuff. So they were, the packs were heavy, you know? Um, it fit, but you know, it wasn't as light as my pack is now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I remember we got to the top and there was a place where you could go to the bathroom and I went to the bathroom and I fell on the toilet oh. and it was like, my legs were so sore. Like I couldn't, like, I had to use the like handicap handle rails to pull myself up. I could not physically stand up off the toilet. I was like, right. Oh my goodness. But yeah. Oh my gosh. One of my best memories. It was so fun. It was insane. Like so pretty. Um, so yeah, there's just like all sorts of different um, just experiences that we've had. And it's like, well, if you live in the city, let's go find this. Or if I live over here, let's go do that. And, uh, you know, and then when you lived in Charleston and we lived in Asheville, like, you know, you would stop at our house on the way back up to Chicago to go visit your family. And so it was also my uh, hurricane evacuation. Exactly. Yep. Yep. When you lived in Charleston, that was our. That I remember was... moving to Charleston. They're like, "What's your plan?" I was like, "My plan for what?" And they're like, "Your hurricane <laughs> evacuation plan." I was like, "You really have to have one of those?" Like, yeah. what do you mean? What is my plan? Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm from Chicago. Like, I don't think right. of these things. Yeah. 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 Um. So yeah. So it's just like I think you know when you make things a priority and you say, okay, this is something that I value. It doesn't mean that you have to talk every single day, but even just those like quick little messages of like, Hey, like, you know, I hope today's a good day. I know, you know, I don't know, something was going on like, and I hope it went well, you know, just that little bit, like it just makes you feel connected because they thought of you and they remembered something that was like important to you. And so, and then that just kind of, I think overall is what helps us stay connected with our community And so, and there's so much that's important with those interpersonal relationships that help your overall demeanor stay calm. And you can really put your energy then out to the world around you because your needs are met. And so, so that's kind of the point of the, of the, 
the podcast today is just to say, hey, like we really do value relationships, um, whether it's, you know, I, obviously I value my relationship with my husband and my family and my kids. Um, but Dr. Bobby is like literally a, one of my dearest friends. And so I think it's important to say like, this is this is why. And, and this is why we continue to foster our friendship is because it's mutually beneficial and we have grown together over the years. And I'm super excited as we like, you know, all of the struggles of like, you know, running companies and, you know, all of that kind of <laughs> stuff, just like each new phase, like, you know, we just bumble through it together. I'm like, ah, ah let's see. Like Throw that spaghetti. See what sticks. Yep. That's our, right? that's the motto. Throw the handful yeah. of spaghetti. Something's bound to stick, right? It can't all drop. <laughs> right. Exactly. And then so, let it go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, and also if you enjoy hearing stories about Jess and I, let us know, um, kind of if you want more, because Jess and I have more than plenty, uh, funny stories that we could share with you. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, we just want to meet the needs of, of the people that are listening and, you know, make sure that we're putting out content that matters, that they find valuable and helpful. And, um, you know, we just continue to throw spaghetti. So <laughs> all right, everybody stay tuned. We've got one more episode in November um, in the month of relationships, and then we're going to move into goal setting in December. So all sorts of fun stuff.